0: My man Junior on the motherfucking with some straight
1: Welcome back to your favorite sports podcast, High Vertical. I am your host with the most, Eric. And I'm with uh Nikki, aka
0: Nikki Jizzle, aka Nick. Yeah, nice, I like that you brought it back around. To Nick again. Yep. Uh, we've
1: we're back. Um, we're uh, sports are coming back, so that means we're back. We're uh, dude, this is changing instead of a basketball only podcast, it's a general sports podcast. And uh, we're gonna get into a lot of different sports, um not so much baseball or hockey just because we're not really that interested in it. But if something crazy happens, something racist happens in the hockey like (laughs) like it always happens. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. (laughs) Well said. Um, so let's start with Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR driver, a sport that we'll never talk about again, but, um, he, everybody knows the story. Uh, he was the big voice in getting the Confederate flag out of NASCAR. They got out of NASCAR, and he becomes the face of the Black Lives Matter movement. Then before the race in Talagaga, the Tal- they uh, found a, a rope
0: shaped like a noose in his... Are we going to have the G-Funk beat just behind the whole entire episode? Oh. <laughs> I thought I faded out. Here it he is. All right. uh, there you go. Um, um, anyway, yes, yeah, so you're, you're explaining that well. And
1: they found the noose in his in his car, in his car garage with his squad, with his team. And he kind of um, obviously freaked out about it because, you know, everything's pretty um, tensions are running high these days. And uh, NASCAR, I think, launched an investigation. The FBI got involved, turned they really didn't find anything. It just turns out that that noose has been tied up like that for the last couple months or maybe years in, but it's just in that garage. And now people are speculating that it's it, I. It, it's kind of obvious that it was all set up. Whoever runs whoever runs who gets uh, any specific garage obviously
0: kind of just knew this was going to happen. And kinda, I yeah. think just trying to
1: send a message or something to
0: NASCAR fans. Yeah, all I'm saying is that. With this whole Bubba Watson situation, the FBI saying the noose was there since October. If NASCAR does get a link to a COVID cure and they start giving people vaccines, Bubba Watson should not do that because the government's definitely going to inject him with syphilis because they that set is. his ass up. Yeah,
1: and uh, the North Carolina Speedway that this happened at. Isn't uh, um, that television? I sorry North Carolina loses partnership after owners oh okay so in a, a North Carolina Speedway loses partnership after uh, the owner posted a uh, shit post about Bubba Watson and the rope so. <laughs> I can only imagine what it says and uh, people are offering Bubba Rope for sale. Track owners receives
0: death threats. Uh, oh, from the sponsors, yeah, yep, NASCAR. Well, they can't get money so in Confederate yeah. flags anymore outside of NASCAR events. So like, have that was their Bubba biggest ropes. revenue source. Yep. Uh um.
1: But yeah, I mean, like it, it just seems like a whole big setup with Bubba Wa- Bubba Wallace. Like uh, I keep we keep calling him Bubba Watson. I, at least I keep thinking of Bubba, Bubba Watson's been- that fucking the golfer.
0: Oh right. <laughs> the like the um, much wider dude. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bubba Watson. Uh
1: Bubba Watson. But Bubba Wallace, I think like he's handling it with like the best he can. I really I really do think they're trying to like set him up to fail in some in some sense. But um Yeah. I'm not a fan of how they're how they're doing it.
0: Yeah, I think NASCAR in general, like the the company of NASCAR, however you would describe them, I think mm-hmm like the official position of NASCAR and the higher ups is that they're behind Bubba Wallace and that they do truly get down with the message that they're presenting because there's no financial incentive for them to be doing this. Like their base is all MAGA Trump 2020, you know, the South will rise again kind of people. So they have a, a lot more to lose monetarily off of this, especially since I'm sure they're smart enough to know that this, you know, media coverage isn't going to last forever. That being said, mm-hmm. it's definitely, I'm sure, a situation where there are some people within NASCAR that are not happy with this because they're also probably like some of the same kind of fans that are pissed off about this, too. So I'm sure there's some sabotage going on in here. Like, you know, we talked about earlier, like the fact that he get assigned that garage when there was forty two other garages he could have been assigned to and he just happens to get the one that has a noose in it, and no other driver has that. Every other driver agrees that it's weird. Definitely seems like this was intentional, or even if it was an accident, you would think somebody would be smart enough to like switch out the garages at least last minute to avoid any kind of controversy, or at least take the noose out, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I uh, can't really, like, there's not else much to the story. I, I don't watch NASCAR. I heard the race that happened. Talagaga Tal- Tal- was was a pretty good race, um, which is interesting,
0: to say the least. Oh.
1: Hello.
0: I thought that was a human baby for a second.
1: <laughs> He's a cat baby.
0: Cat baby. How's your cat doing? Has he still got uh, cat AIDS? No, man,
1: that cat died.
0: Oh, he did? Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, he he passed in uh February, I want to say. Oh wow. Yeah, it's been some time. But is t- it Covid? It was not Covid. He was Covid oh. free.
0: Oh, good. Well, it is a hoax, so. Yeah. I was about to call you out. <laughs>
1: uh I want to congrats uh congratulate uh, Liverpool for uh, winning the English Premier
0: League. Thank you. Um, it feels great after thirty years you know of being the bridesmaid but never the bride. you know F we finally you and don't did it. call again
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh this is the only time I'll ever praise liverpool um uh, I don't know we t- we had the, we we recorded this podcast on Friday, but we just had some interruptions that just kind of just derailed the whole episode but I just yeah. think uh I think it's. I'm really interested to see how how the ch- rest of the Champions League goes at this point. I think the I think the Premier League is like doing a great job and it's bounced back, and so is like Bundesliga and all the all the European soccer leagues are doing a really good job with kind of keep keep playing and also the like the way they're doing it on TV with the fan noise and the. Uh, and the, I like the way the, the stadiums are set up with the uh, different banners and stuff. Um, I don't know; it feels it feels appropriate. It doesn't feel like uh,
0: like how football will feel in the fall. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think that the presentation has been really good. I mean, especially with them pumping in the crowd noise, I think that kind of that works. I think when we were talking about it on Friday, I kind of like um, paired it up to like a like a fan running in your room while you're sleeping. It's just like that kind of thing that. Kind of keeps you focused on
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's going on and it makes it feel a little bit more normal. Although I do bet that it's cool, like, having the option to listen to just the players talk. I don't even know how that would sound in soccer because, like, there's just uh, it's so just, much it's, running. It's, it's, mo- it's mostly just the managers yelling, like, get over there! Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess it would be nice to hear Klopp fucking yeah. screaming whatever he screams.
1: I think, um... On in on uh, Man City's my soccer team Man City's a uh, so, uh, YouTube channel. They have um whenever they post highlights of the of the matches, they usually don't have any fan noise. It's just the uh, radio guys doing the play by play linked synced mm-hmm. up to the TV, and it sounds it just sounds like they're playing soccer and a at a rec
0: center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess Which it's probably all- not that interesting. Oh, I get no. no.
1: I like, I, but I think it's, I think, I, I, I think for basketball, it's going to be really, I would, I want, I want to, I want it with no fan noise because they do in basketball. Communicating is like the biggest part is like, it's the biggest
0: part of like playing defense or offense. Yeah. The so real shame I, I is, is that the pandemic didn't hit while Kevin Garnett was still playing.
1: That yeah, would have been fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for, I wonder how, if, if ESPN's going to tell them like to tone down the uh, trash talk or just, you
0: know, like. Are they? If they, are do you think they're gonna do the fan noise pump in for those games? Um, I think that they will have an option for fan noise pump in. I, the NBA in general might do fan noise pump in. I don't know if they came to a decision on that, but they're talking about using NBA 2K fan noise pumped in. Which yeah, I, I did hear. But they that, if, if they do that, I hope they share it with NBA 2K, like the data that they get from it, because NBA 2K does not know the appropriate moments when to like pump in fan noise. It'll be like dead quiet for a playoff game until it's like a twenty point, you know, point differential, and then like the crowd will go wild for a fucking layup or something.
1: It's so I'm looking so up broken. right now. And there is no concrete answer to whether they'll have crowd noise, but it, every article is a, it's a possibility. Uh, they're considering.
0: Yeah, I don't think they should. I just no. what just do a neutral site, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean. When we get to it, but uh, NBA TV, ABC, ESPN and TNT are going to be running all the games, um, all the national broadcasted games. And then obviously Mm -hmm. Fox Sports, um, NBC Sports and uh, are we missing another one of local Um, sports? It's just like all
0: the all the regional networks, right? All All the regional regional networks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's going to be interesting to see how each broadcast looks because is ESPN providing all the cameras for everybody since it's going to be at their facility? Do they have to bring in their own cameras? Are all the games gonna look alike? Are some games gonna look better than others? Uh, it's gonna be really interesting.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be really interesting too, like for the Celtics specifically, because like you watch their broadcasts and you know that yeah. like they do Mike Gorman and Tommy Heinsohn, who are both like old guys. And Tommy Heinsohn, like you know, love Tommy Heinsohn, and I wish nothing ill upon him, obviously, but he is going to die soon and there's no way he can go down to Orlando or even leave his house right now I'm sure
1: yeah so, I wonder how they are are they going to have it to where the game is being broadcasted by the broadcasters and they're offsite somewhere and they're talking over the game like
0: via live stream or are yeah, they going to be at the game uh they I mean I think the like the national broadcast will have a team there in the bubble probably mm-hmm.
1: So it'll be Uh, like a team for ESPN, a team for TNT, and a team for NBA TV. Yeah, I think
0: so. Mm -hmm. And then what are they going to do? The how
1: are they going to do like the games that aren't being shown? Because there's a lot of games that aren't going to be on TV.
0: Well, they probably they'll probably just like grab food during that time. I mean, because they but who's going to be uh, broadcasting those games?
1: Are they going to have
0: the local guys
1: come out for this? Or or what are
0: they going to do? I think it's the local. Well, I think um, I think. Every isn't every game getting broadcast in some way on uh, on national TV, even if it's just NBA TV?
1: I haven't read that,
0: but I can do a quick
1: search because of the people I follow for the heat. This guy, Barry Jackson, was talking about it. Let us see if I can find, find something.
0: So, so I guess, yeah, we'll, we're probably going into NBA now. Um, I guess closing up, congrats to Liverpool and – Hopefully uh, they uh don't fuck it up excited for champions league yeah they're still i didn't even realize that they didn't finish the round of 16 i, I know liverpool yeah. got bounced from that already but man city still get a chance to oh to, yeah uh,
1: we uh we're up two one against real madrid playing the next game is going to be in manchester city so yeah
0: and so yeah yeah
1: see. some good teams. i mean all right so i got some info as expected heat announcers won't be on site in Orlando with teams limited to traveling parties of 37 each. So Eric, Cardi, Inglis, these are all the guys, Riley Hunter, uh, The Jack Show and Panita on work. Uh, so they're going to be working from South Florida.
0: Okay. So they're just like streaming. Basically. Yeah, they're
1: going to be commentating from a studio. Okay. Okay. Maybe they'll end I wonder up doing how that's
0: that. They might end up doing that for, for all the ones. But it seems like a uh, for the soccer matches we've seen, they've been at the stadiums, right? The commentators. Yeah, That's yeah but the thing is, right?
1: those guys are like high up. Like, they're not right. be
0: close to the players. Like, for basketball, you're pretty much like right on the court. True, yeah. They may have to move to like high up if yeah. they can. Because, I mean, there's not going to be any fans. I mean, I, I'm not sure how it.
1: high up you're going to be able to go because it's going. they're going to be playing on these weird bubbles. And they, there's going to be like, the they have the one court in the wide world of sports. And then they're going to think they're going to have like a separate location with three courts they're gonna have games
0: going on at the same time yeah which sounds like yeah it sounds like an
1: aau basketball tournament which is awesome
0: yeah i mean i'm down for it i think it's definitely the best solution that they have so moving on to some nba talk um
1: starting off with vince carter's retirement vinny Vin, the big vin is done playing basketball how how many years 20 years in the league (laughs) i think it's 22 22 years in the league yeah and he got drafted in 98 Yeah, shout out <laughs> to the homie, uh, Vince Carter. Can't uh, remember him for all his great dunks. He's a future Hall of Famer for sure. Um, probably played a little bit too long,
0: some might say, but who knows?
1: We're he talking about the game.
0: We're talking about it Friday. Like what? What team? I remember him the most with, and I realize it's definitely the Dallas Mavericks when he was their six men, six men after they won the finals. So he never won a finals, but he was mm-hmm. with them the year after they beat the Heat. With them for the next few years but that was definitely like my the biggest memory of like me actually watching basketball and understanding what was going on but obviously like his time with the raptors and nets were iconic iconic years
1: of course the dunk contests everything uh lebron james and maverick carter are building a 100 million dollar media empire they're going to be using the money to uh, help promote um, P- POC content and stuff like that. And I think it's called what do we call? It? It's called Spring Hill, which is a uh, reference to the apartment complex that Bron grew up at in oh, Akron, I didn't know Ohio. That. That's yeah.
0: cool. And you um, said it's it's based out of uh, Akron, Ohio, too, right? So it's I don't like think
1: different. it is. I think it's just uh, I think it's in LA, but. Uh, oh, okay. Maverick Carter is going to be the CEO while LeBron is like the main investor of the company.
0: That'll be cool, though. I hope Jalen Brown's uh, new show gets put on their media empire. Uh, Hold on.
1: The first Spring Hill Entertainment is behind uh, the wall, a game show on NBC and the movie Space Jam. Hmm. Oh, Oh, that That makes sense. Space Jam, a new legacy. I didn't know that was the tagline for it. And the second uninterrupted LSE produces a shop. so the shop's gonna be under this. okay. Okay, all right, well cool for LeBron I think he's setting up for his next um, after basketball move and this is like how he's gonna begin his quest to owning a to owning the Cleveland Cavaliers.
0: Uh, so I'm, I'm reading this this quote says this is a company designed to move the culture which you know is a it's a great motto and all that but i i getting exhausted hearing the word the culture mm. it's like to me it's like become similar to to good vibes and woke and and things like that where it's just it's been used so much so mm-hmm. where every time i read it or hear it's it becoming watered down it hurts my brain yeah it's become very watered down which is unfortunate like everything it starts off cool and then i'm sure my people the whites had something to do with ruining it but it's just a but great great principle in general and yeah, yeah, yeah. you're talking about braun uh, going on a mission to buy the calves that would be i think we'd all want to see that i think we're all kind yeah. of uh, done with a uh, drunk danny gilbert <laughs>
1: Yeah, he'll he'll buy it for uh, two dollars in a Big Mac.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan Gilbert will suck his dick to get rid of that team in five years once uh, once the Colin Sexton Darius Garland pairing doesn't work out.
1: So sixteen out of out of three hundred and two NBA players tested positive for COVID nineteen. Some of those players included Malcolm Brogdon, Jabari Parker, Alex Lynn, and Derek Jones Jr. And this is the first uh, the first phase of the NBA's restart. This is the testing phase. I think it ends tomorrow, the 30th. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And um, let me see this. Oh, sorry. I just want to pull up the uh, the roadmap real real quick. Uh, But I'm not sure if these are players like that have been have COVID like the 16. Is this 16 recent? test positives or is, are these 16 in total including right. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and all them
0: yeah yeah because there was like a I bunch of people no that, specific, yeah. that tested po- well not a bunch but like at least I'd say close to 10 um yeah, so I think has go close to 16 new I know uh Jokic tested positive as well so that yeah. was like the the really big one to where like if he if he doesn't recover then that fucks the nuggets up but uh And Jokic is the one NBA player where I'm like concerned about how long he's going to be battling it because he's like definitely the most unhealthy person I've seen on a basketball court. Oh, but he's
1: actually, I I have some reports that he looks fucking shredded right now, dude.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, let me
1: see if I can pull up some pictures. But he was at a a pickup basketball game and he looked like he lost like a lot of weight.
0: Uh, Eric, you've got the best Euro trash sources. Always yep, uh, my boy, my boy, uh, my boy in the in the Ukraine
1: just keeps feeding me information. Nukia is gone, but me, yeah, he's like, yeah, there's a report. There's a article on The Ringer about it. I'll send yeah. you the
0: link in the link. Oh, Jokic abs uh, is trending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing one that's definitely yeah. photoshopped. <laughs> Which one? The Big Pelton? Uh. Oh no.
1: no okay. <laughs> oh yeah, If you just, like to, if you just uh, if you go to Google Jokic pictures yeah. of uh Jokic at the media day uh before the season started and then there's one of him recently. He looks like he lost a lot of weight.
0: Yeah, cause He was like, he was like a a good 280 probably. probably yeah. like he was a good like 30, 30 20 yeah.
1: pounds overweight.
0: Okay, I see change wait, Where where's uh okay. Oh yeah. He looks a little bit slimmed down, yeah. Yeah, damn, yeah, he definitely good. looks a lot thinner. I mean, tough to tell because he's you know wearing like a, but that's a pretty slim. Those are slim fitting clothes. Yeah, well, definitely. I, 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 when we
1: come to when it comes to the fucking when the first game starts, man, we're gonna see a lot of. I can't wait to see the conditioning. All these players are in. Yeah, I think some of them are going to be in really because I heard Zion is in like impeccable shape right now. I think they said he lost like 20 pounds. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. They said that he's like he's been keeping his body ready since since he's been in in, uh, quarantine.
0: Yeah, so, which is good. I mean, he probably listened to Mark Jackson just shitting on his weight during his <laughs> debut for like two straight hours. He probably was like, yeah, maybe yeah. I should do something.
1: The thing better. is, like, if he is lighter, if he's just a little bit lighter and a little bit leaner, he can he
0: can play for a lot longer as far as stamina goes in games. Like, he can play a little bit more minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, now he shouldn't be on too much of a minutes restriction now that he's had a few months yeah. off. I mean, oh that's... has got it.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like the we'll good and it. bad little, thing. Of, yeah. So, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, the good and bad thing is, like, you have... An amount of rust, I'm sure, from a lot of guys not being able to like do basketball type activities for quite some time. It might take some time to get the rhythm back. However, a bunch of people that were hurt going into the playoffs, where you wouldn't have gotten their best performance, now they should be good to go. So, yeah, it should be like a there shouldn't be as there will be an asterisk like oh this team didn't get home court or whatever, but there shouldn't be an asterisk of like oh well this team didn't you know getting to the playoffs because Zion wasn't healthy or whatever. Like now he is healthy and he's got a chance. So
1: if you go to the, uh, keep, there's a uh, two, two links. There is the NBA schedule. And then there is a ringer one. Click open
0: both of those. Uh, the, the uh, one is the schedule is the ESPN link, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And no, I'm sorry. There's a uh, stats. There's one that says M- the, stats. Uh, below NBA schedule right. open. And then there's a ringer one. Open both of those and one of them is this de- is the schedule of uh, each week and then one of them is the uh, is the ringers. Uh, what is it? How do you say it? Uh, the odds. Um, yeah, it's OK for each team. So it kind of worked out that we kind of had to re-record this, but uh, the NBA released a schedule a couple hours after we finished recording. And um, this schedule,
0: to say the least, is very interesting. Yeah, and it looks like you were are right that uh, not every game is broadcasted uh, nationally. And yeah. So there are a
1: in of- all these. And uh, this this link I'll post it in the description of this, but it has it tells you which games are going to be on ESPN, which games aren't, which games are going to be on TNT, like all the local games. It tells you everything you need to know. But the this this whole this whole fucking basketball thing, this whole restart begins with the Utah Jazz and the New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans at six thirty p.m. on TNT Thursday, July thirtieth. That is exactly uh, a month and a day away. God, can't wait! We're so close. We're so close. It's going to be played at the HP Fieldhouse. I've never heard of this place. Oh, this is going to be played. Yeah, it's going to be the, uh, this is the big, this is the big, uh, the big court. They're going to be playing after for the first game. Oh, they have all the arenas too. Interesting.
0: Do you think, uh, do you think? Oh my God, they're going
1: to be playing in the middle of the baseball field. (laughs) Oh wait, is
0: that going to be outdoors?
1: No, no, no. They're not playing outdoors, but I think they're just going to have the, they're going to make some bubble. I told you they're going to have like three bubbles or whatever. They're going to make like a makeshift. But yeah, man um holy shit
0: do you think that uh the nba is going to be able to rake in off that like a uh, vr like courtside shit oh uh, dude i would i would honestly think about it yeah i did. would do it if they, if, well, maybe if they had some more info on it one one night um you know maybe. we'll like test ourselves and like you know just self-isolate make sure that we're negative and then uh, you can come down to Sarasota, and we'll take mushrooms and uh do NBA VR <laughs> during the playoffs, <laughs> courtside. So, <laughs> man, dude, so they haven't. Um, I, I, for,
1: I, 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 I totally slipped my mind. But all the games are going to be on East Coast time. Yeah. Which is which is uh the first time I could say it benefits us being on the East Coast. Maybe not so much with the later games, but still, we
0: get priority yeah i mean for me i have you know nothing going on i don't think i'll have anything going on in august so it shouldn't yeah. uh shouldn't be too much of an issue for me so gonna-
1: let's run down this this first week we'll go week by week i guess it's it's not that much uh but first game we got utah and new orleans at six thirty. this is the game to kick it off man this game is going to be really interesting it's going to be they're putting zion
0: out out front they're giving they're giving Zion the spotlight. Uh, and the the announcers talking about Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert is gonna be oh must see TV. It's yeah. It's all the gossip everyone wants to see. It's I don't think it's any coincidence that they put the You think some you TV think Zion's gonna hard foul hard gonna give a nice little hard foul to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I think Donovan Mitchell's gonna give a nice little hard foul to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: do you want to do predictions now or do you want to wait
0: we'll wait and see who blows out their knee in the uh, training
1: yeah, camp in training camp yeah so we're just going to go over it um suppose we'll give it a moist rating of um like five the most uh, uh most moist game and one being the not so moist game i'd, I'd say this is a three yeah i'm, uh, I'm excited eight. for i'll
0: put a three it, or a four just I mean three first or game four. back. I put four just because sure. we're gonna be. You know what?
1: Yeah, you're right. Four. It's a first game back. It's Zion against Donovan Mitchell. The Jazz. Let's see who's. Let's see how this is actually gonna work. Yeah, let's, let's see, see if, if the beef is... truly is
0: squashed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if uh if this whole restart was worth it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Clippers Lakers though the the double oh part of the that's a five yeah, that... I'm fine. I'm that's so a... oh thinking my... of that one yeah yeah they're giving LeBron oh man.
1: Woo <laughs> wee man, oh,
0: mm. man. <laughs> My
1: sweatpants are <laughs> so
0: sticky. Mm.
1: I am excited. And then uh, moving on to Friday the thirty first, we got Orlando against Brooklyn, Memphis against Portland, Phoenix against Washington, Boston against the Bucks, mm. Sacramento against the Spurs, Houston against the
0: Mavs. I would say the only like I'm kind of interested say, in Memphis and Portland, and obviously Boston and Milwaukee. I'm, you know what game I'm, uh, I think is going to be really interesting. I think the Wizards Suns matchup that'll be interesting for different think, purposes. The thing that sucks yeah. is Bertanz isn't playing, so yeah. But real deal, Bradley Beal is going to be playing, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to ball out like the Beal versus Booker matchup. Yeah.
1: That's going to be a good game. I'm going to watch all of these, but I think the, the Orlando Brooklyn game is the most boring to me. Yeah, actually, that is the most boring to me. Everyone's that and The San Antonio the Sacramento one is going to be the most
0: boring. Yeah, yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge isn't going to be there. Sacramento. I mean, I'm just interested to see what Buddy Heel does for his trade value. But yeah, I mean, but Memphis these, Portland, Memphis Portland, Memphis Portland is going to be interesting. I like John John, uh, oh, John Is Damian Bayley. Lillard showing showing up?
1: I the last I haven't heard of him not showing up. I did hear that he was kind of not really looking forward to it. <laughs> I heard, yeah, I heard he's a little
0: iffy. I think he kind of knows that his team's probably not gonna make it. Um, yeah. So the odds for so right now the odds for
1: the play in there. So there are so with this restart, the there is the there is a play in tournament for the East and the West. And the people and the teams playing in the playing tournament for the West are the Grizzlies, Pelicans, Kings, Trailblazers, Spurs, and Suns. The Grizzlies have a strength of schedule of seven, which is pretty is very high. Pelicans have a strength of schedule of twenty-two, Kings nineteen, Trailblazers three, Spurs eighteen, Suns six. The Grizzlies have an eighty-seven percent chance of closing it up with the eighth seed. Far like everybody else is really it's because just because of the amount of games they have ahead of everybody at this point.
0: Now in the, the, in the season, aren't the rules that you only need to to do a play-in game? You just have to be like the ninth seed, and you have to be within four games back. Yes, of yes of the team. Okay, so it was basically designed to give Zion a chance to get into the playoffs because yes, they're exactly. currently three and a half games. Yeah, below I think
1: and the Pelicans' strength of schedule is one of the easiest.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is actually. We'll get, the get into the strength
1: of schedule for the East because to me that it's more of a deal in the East as far as for this um as a regular but not for the play in but for the play in it's the nets magic and wizards this one's a little bit more between the nets and the, the net and the, the nets and the magic as far cuz the the nets are projected to get the 7 seed with uh, 56% magic with
0: 50 uh are with uh 56% chance of getting the a seed which i i don't think they will. I think the magic will jump the nets i think the magic will be the 7 seed and the nets will be yeah the yeah, with all the injuries, the Nets got going. And they like just fired Kenny Atkinson before all the shit went down. So, like, who even knows? I agree. But. So, let's keep going. I
1: think the Boston M- Bucks is going to be very... It, this is, to me, going to set the tone for the East as far as how everything's going to shake out this one game. Yeah, it's, it's weird it's because really it's like
0: game. both their first games back, so it'll be... Uh, and it's
1: like one of the most important games because I think
0: the... What's Boston's strength of schedule looking like? Boston's Let's actually got a pretty easy schedule. The Boston, I don't know exactly where they're at, but they do Boston have a much a, easier tw- schedule. Yeah, they have a very easy schedule. Tw- their strength of schedule is twenty. Yeah, and like Toronto's, I think is like the second most difficult. Yeah, lose, and, and they're guess they're who's number one Toronto for the second season? Guess so. is number one? Who
1: guess has the sh- hardest strength of schedule? Miami, the Miami Heat. Heat. <laughs> and, it, and this is here's the thing. I knew this coming into this into this because. Our first half of the season was relatively uh easy and the first four games the Heat have are against um playoff teams. We have the Boston we have the Celtics, the Bucks, the Raptors, and I think another I think the you, Pacers. The, the, you got the Nuggets coming up on August Oh my first. god, the nu- yeah, yeah, and the your nuggets. first game back. Yeah. Yeah, those four those are our first four games are like
0: against high caliber playoff teams. Yeah. <laughs> This is what's so nice, though, that like every game kind of matters, or at least it's somewhat interesting. Every game does matter, though. Yeah, because the
1: Heat are making the playoffs. Regardless, they're not going to make the playoffs. But I just, I can't. I re- first of all, I do not want to play the Pacers. I do not want to play the Pacers.
0: I, I would rather. I would rather get. Oh, God, man, I don't, don't, know. I, play I the really Pacers. don't want to. I just really don't.
1: I don't want to play the Pacers.
0: <laughs> what are you nervous about? The I Pacers don't want to play the.
1: Reason? Hold on, let me see. What's the. What's the um hold on? It's the Bucks. Yeah, we would play the I don't actually never mind. I'm sorry, I don't want to play the 76ers. Yeah, 76ers. The, 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 76ers, the 76ers have a strength of schedule of twenty one. They have one of the easiest schedules, which is to me so fucking frustrating. But and yeah, also this is the, exactly what their team needed. Yeah. Because this is they to me, the the 76ers are the wild card to win the East. As far as yeah. a low as a as a dark horse favorite,
0: yeah, I'm hoping Just that they, they don't, it's, they, yeah, they don't. See again, a in the first round. They're still I the can...
1: same team that's been constructed. They, they don't. They haven't changed. They haven't added anybody. They're still the same team that can't really shoot are slow and heavy. We'll see how they do, but like yeah. they, they they do have. They are, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I The 76ers to me, I can't predict what's going to happen to them. I, really I don't can.
0: think the time off has made them respect Brett Brown more. So I think
1: that's true. That's going to be the <laughs> underlying
0: issue. <laughs> that
1: is very true. Uh, moving. All right. So let's get back to the schedule. Oh, man. Houston Dallas is going to be really interesting.
0: That'd be interesting. I just hate watching Houston play, but I do like them yeah. with. Uh, I think with Houston Buffalo. is a dark horse in the West. To, to shake uh, things up, I don't think small ball is going to work. Not even I in the think restart. It I could work in the restart for a little bit, but I could definitely I see it petering out towards the end of the restart and into the playoffs. Hmm. All right. Once so- you game plan for it, and now that like you can like it's night by night, but everybody knows who they have to play like night by night, and they probably have like game plans set for each of these teams where like people actually give a fuck because every game matters. And with that, I think you're going to see the Rockets have a tough time.
1: Yeah. So Saturday, August first, first game on the on the on the slate is uh, Miami against uh, Denver. One PM e- EST. It's a big game for both teams. I mean, every game to start off is going to be big for every team, but man, this is the one game I would let the Heat lose. I would want. I-, I could see the Heat. I can I can see the Heat losing just because it's against the West and it's the first game back. But ever, after after this, the Heat to me I have to win every game. It's not a yeah for it. But this game is to one The we can just let it slide just because
0: it's against the a pretty high caliber Western Conference team. Are you pretty locked into the the four seed? Do you think that for the Heat it's like four seed or bust? <sighs> it's just I can't. I don't want. Here is what I see is going to happen.
1: 76ers are going to play well, they're going to get the fifth seed, and we're going to have to play them in the playoffs in the first
0: series, and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that to happen. That would be, I mean, I want it to happen from a fan perspective, but in terms of, like, you guys going to the next round, I wouldn't want that to happen. Forever. I don't want that to happen at all, and we've
1: beaten, We've. I think we've uh, split the series um, with the uh, with the 76ers this, this year. I think we split it, and uh, to me, it's just like They they give us a lot of trouble with their with with just Ben Simmons gives us a lot of trouble and that's about like his size and then Embiid if he's healthy when he's shooting it kind of just sets everything up for us to fail just because getting Bam outside the out of the paint is just what they want and
0: and now that they're on a neutral side it'll be really interesting because Philly was terrible on the road but amazing at home. And now yeah, they same have with
1: the, same with the Heat. Heat are amazing. I think they had the best schedule, home schedule in the league. Yeah. And we had one of the
0: worst road schedules. I mean, just road, uh, not road schedules, but road, uh, road and losses. Yeah. So I think uh, for you guys, it'll be really interesting to see how you perform now that there is no real advantage. It's just straight yeah. up basketball.
1: Which I hope it helps because we are the Heat have been a very good shooting team this year with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and uh, Goran. Just Goran's shooting percentage has gone up. His trade value has gone up to me this whole season. Um, but we'll, I want to see if if, the, if our shooting can carry over to this neutral site. That's my biggest question going into the season. Because if yeah. we can't, if
0: Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero can't get going, it's going to be really rough. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna bank on Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero being playoff heroes. Uh, this year, I, I, I can see here, Tyler I Hero. They, but, they do
1: set. They, they are um fire starters, right? If they if they get going, they everybody gets going.
0: I think I could see Tyler Hero having a rough time in the playoffs themselves, and Duncan Robinson having a rough time in the playoffs themselves. But I think Tyler Hero it'll just be more learning experience, and that he's gonna be like a yeah an amazing kind of six man going forward mm. for you guys. Yeah. But,
1: so game two is jazz against the thunder at three thirty, And that game is going to be uh. The, let's see what the thunder got,
0: man. You know, they,
1: they kind of showed everybody that they're not, uh, they're not,
0: they're not shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they're legitimately good. I think they just, I don't know if they have enough shooting to, to get them to go on like a serious run.
1: Yeah. Um. Then we got uh, the Pelicans against the Clippers. That's going to be a really good game. Great game. It's going to be a really good game. My, I'm sorry, the, my moist meter for that is a 5. I'd say for yeah. the ja- Jazz Thunder, I would say I'm at a 3. And then the Heat Nuggets, I'm at a 5, just because right. of the Heat. Oh, I yeah. think 76ers should be televised. I'm not sure why it's not being televised, but that's like a good solid 4 for me as far as a moist meter. I think it
0: is. I think it's the worst game of the day to be. Yeah, I put my voice meter at, at like a. But I do put my moist meter at a three because it could be huge for seating implications. Yes,
1: so. I think it's going to also it's huge. This is a uh, is this Philly's first game? It's their first game, right? I think
0: so. Yeah, I don't think they're on yeah. the schedule before. Yeah,
1: but this is a uh, everybody's going to be watching them to see how they do. And then we got to close out the day. Lakers, Raptors, great game. And my
0: moist meter's out of five for that. Moist meter's out of four, but uh, you know what? It's out of five. It's out of five because I really, I'm actually rooting for the Lakers on this one.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I I want the Raptors to lose. Yeah, Uh, the
0: Raptors to drop.
1: I I really want to see if Pascal keeps it up during during the. I think he will. I think he's the real deal. And then moving on to Sunday, August second, we got the wizards against the nets and my moist meters at a one for that yeah that's a that's a real stinker (laughs) Uh, that's a i'll sleep in and then we got portland uh
0: dame dollar dame against kemba walker and the boston celtics that's a that's a four for me yeah that'll be a fun game to watch i think as uh i mean all celtics games are basically a five for me but objectively i think that's still a four
1: yeah Uh, We got San Antonio against Memphis. I'm at a three for that, Um, just because of Jaw, just because of Jaw. I'm gonna watch it just because I want to. I want to see him play. And then Sacramento against Orlando. That's had one for me. Yeah, that's that's a (laughs) cool one. And then we got the Bucks against the Rockets.
0: That's like the one Rockets game I'd be interested in watching just because of how much James and Giannis hate each other. (laughs) Oh man, I just want to hear the trash talk. Oh, I want to hear Giannis's Greek trash talk. <laughs> Malaka piece of <laughs> shit. You do not even know how to dunk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: then we got to close of the night. Dallas against uh Phoenix. I'm gonna. I'm at a two for that. I might go to sleep after that. After the yeah. actually, it's going uh-huh. on at the same time of the fucking Bucks game. I'm not. Of course, I'm not going to watch it. I watch. I yeah. probably flip back and forth, but if during commercials, but
0: I watch during Milwaukee's halftime, and then I might catch the end if it's close, you know, because I'll already yeah. be up at that point. So yeah, Luca
1: against uh, Devin Booker, we'll see. And yeah. then uh, Monday, August third, we got Toronto against the Heat. My moist meter's at oh, like five for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm at yeah. five for that too uh, because I really, I really Heat, want you guys to win. We've beaten Toronto every game this season. Leading up to this, so we'll see if we can carry it over. Uh, Denver Nuggets, uh, this in the Oklahoma City Thunder, the second game. I'm at a three. Maybe if uh, a three. maybe you can give it to yeah, I'm at three. It's uh, a playoff maybe game. Maybe if but... OKC comes out and they kind of just like blow out who are they playing? Um, the jet. if they blow out the, Je- oh man, these are back to back. No, 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 it's not. No, no, never mind. Uh, but if they blow out the,
0: if they blow out the, um,
1: their previous team, uh, I'm sorry, the Jazz. If they blow out the Jazz, I'd probably put best bust boost it up to a four.
0: I think this is a good matchup for OKC too. I think they got a good shot of yeah. beating Denver in this one. And
1: then Indiana against Washington, out of two for that, just because yeah. of Bradley Beal. I'm at right. one. And actually, out of one. I don't know if 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 Victor Olandipo shows out hit the first couple games, maybe I boost it up a little bit more,
0: but. I have to see him play and
1: see how he does, how he's doing.
0: Yeah, I hope he does better after this restart because I do like Oladipo. I uh, I just want to – he definitely didn't look good when he came back, but maybe now yeah. he's had some extra time, hopefully it turns Indiana into a little bit more of a threat.
1: And then uh, we got Memphis against New Orleans. That's a good game.
0: Yeah, I'm that's, a 4 – I'm at four for that. I'm at a five, to be honest. Nice. It's a five the, for me. the
1: matchup of the two of the two young bloods, man. Let's see how they do. I'm a. That's a good game. And then we got San Antonio and Philly. I'm at a three, maybe. If mm, depends on I'm how Philly two. does in their first game back. It, it honestly depends on how Philly does their first game back. If if they this if they shit the bed the first game, I'm not going to watch this. If honestly, they if they,
0: if they shit the bed their first game, that makes this more interesting to me because <laughs> then mm. I just want to see oh, them melt meltdown.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then to round out the night, we got Lakers against the Jazz. I'm at a three for that. That's a good game to close it out.
0: Yeah, I'm at I'm at like a in between a three and a four. That's good. Yeah, LeBron and Donovan Mitchell. Be interesting yeah, to see. Uh... Also, well, dude, you this got one Look, a lot ahead. of yeah a lot of role players for the Lakers too sitting out. At least like Avery Bradley and Dwight Howard are like pretty important role players for them, yeah. and they're not going to show up.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And then I think we'll we'll end this segment with this last week, and then we'll pick it up. Uh... Next podcast we'll finish out the uh, the our voice meter for the rest of the schedule, and then the next week we'll do our uh, predictions. Sounds uh, good. The we got Brooklyn against Milwaukee. I'm at a one, maybe a two for that. Yeah, one. I'm more excited for the Dallas. I would rather watch Dallas versus Sacramento just because I would rather watch Luca, Want- Luca and Marvin Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got Phoenix against the Clippers. Uh, I'm at a three, mm, maybe two. I'm at, two, I'm at a two, 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 and then uh, Orlando against Indiana. I'm at a
0: one, uh, yeah, I'm at maybe a two. <laughs> and now we
1: got this is a pretty awesome night of basketball. We got the Boston Celtics against the Heat. That's a five.
0: That's a five. That's a sure. straight up
1: five for me. This is the that's a big game for the Heat.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm be moist, and I know you are. <laughs> and then uh, we got
1: Houston against Portland to round out the night, which is a good game. I'd say I'm at a three, maybe a four. It depends on how the Heat Celtics game finishes up. For if I'm going to watch it or not, because if the Heat yeah. just like blow, if they just lose it and a blow, I'm just going to like. Kill yeah, myself. and if
0: the Celtics lose in general at all, I'll probably just be like, "Fuck basketball," and step away. Yeah. Until <laughs> the next night. <laughs> Till the next night. Uh, but yeah, that's a uh, that is I, I would say
1: that's halfway. That's the halfway mark of the um of the restart. We'll pick it up um next week with uh memph we'll do uh starting wednesday august
0: 5th onward to the rest of the season and then we'll do predictions uh the next week yeah yeah if this uh this segment is any indication it's gonna be fucking moist in august Mm
1: -hmm. uh moving on to the nfl we'll close out with some nfl talk me and nick are big nfl fans have been for a long time nick's uh longtime Bucks fan. He's taken his lumps for sure throughout the years. And so have I am a Dolphins fan, big time Dolphins fan. But hey, the Dolphins. Uh, hey, both of our teams are on the up right now. Yeah. Everybody's talking about how we're on the up right now.
0: Uh, yeah. Everyone's coming. I think the Dolphins have made some good moves. They might be a year away from the playoffs, but they're, they're on the right track. I
1: honestly, and this is a prediction for my Dolphin fans. I think Tua starts early in the season.
0: I think he does too. If he's healthy, why not? If he's healthy
1: and we probably because if we say if we if we're in a, looking at a one and three
0: going into a week five,
1: I would say hey, let's roll the dice on him.
0: But what's your guys' O line looking like though? Because I mean, there's no point in putting it's, him in like. It's a- totally different from last year. We've added.
1: Uh, we added. I would say every everybody on the line is different this year. We've drafted two offensive, uh, two tackles, one guard, signed a guard, and uh, that's about it. But I think it's a lot better. We'll see how it's doing throughout the season, but I do think our offensive line is a lot better than it was last year. Cause how much worse could it be? It was like the absolute worst piece of shit line I've ever seen in my life. I
0: think uh, Tua's debut probably coincides with like the offensive line getting its chemistry down. Like Once the offensive line shows yeah. that they can block with some relative consistency, that's probably when they'll throw him in, assuming that. You guys brought FitzPatrick back, right? Yeah, yeah, he's starting. Yeah, assuming that Fitz doesn't like just go off this year, then they'll probably just yeah. bring Tua in once the line's ready. Yeah. I can't
1: wait. I can't wait. I, I I was happy the Dolphins drafted him. I wanted Tua. Um I think they played the draft perfectly. Um as far as waiting for Tua to drop at 5, which is crazy and and uh, I could we can go into debates on their next couple picks, but I think I think it was an overall to me a B. Draft for the Dolphins
0: Yeah I think they you know I mean they needed help Almost across the board so there wasn't Too many bad moves they could Make you know we'll see How each of the picks pan out but
1: Yeah I like our free agent signing Of Brian Jones I think him and Xavier Howard are too locked down um, To Pretty much just um, A lockdown ready backfield I mean our our backfield and defense Is um, pretty stacked Right now I would say yeah, after, I'm looking uh, at
0: your your guys's picks, and these are all really good picks. Like through the first five rounds, you guys made a bunch of really good picks, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of um the Igba oh God, Igba Hominy. He's yeah uh, Noah Bahamani. Yeah, I'm a fan of that pick a lot. Uh, yeah, that was our third pick in the first round
0: after we traded down. Like that pick a lot. I like Raquan Davis too, and Brandon Jones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Curtis Weaver in the fifth round. I think that's good.
1: We didn't. Uh, we had we had, we uh we added Matt Breda and Jordan Howard to the backfield. We upgraded our running back possession.
0: Right. Yeah, you got who? So, you guys got a wide receiver though. You got Devontae Parker. Oh, yeah,
1: Devontae Parker, um, Albert Wilson, Shaquin Grant, uh, Preston Williams. Our I would say our receivers are are decent. I like I think DeVonte Parker had a really good season last year. And uh I think JaKeem Grant is a, is to me could be our Tyreek Hill type of player. He's a small fast slot receiver. Yeah, I like JaKeem Grant. And uh Albert Wilson's is a really is an overall good receiver. And then Preston Williams to me is an X factor. Just because he has such great athletic ability. if he, it just, he had a lot of drop
0: passes last year.
1: But if he can just sure up those hands, man, he'd be great to add to the opposite of Devontae. Yeah,
0: I think that you guys are going to do uh, pretty well this year. I think I see like seven, eight wins potentially if things go right. I mean, that if, if we get seven to eight wins from after last year, man, that'd be insane. Yeah, well, you guys still had five wins last year. Yeah. That team was dog shit. So yeah, yeah. I think Brian Flores is just a really good coach. Yeah, he's a good
1: he's a good leader of of, uh, of dudes. Good leader of dudes. Good leader of dudes. So some NFL talking points that happened. I, I could say that's happened within the last week. Is one of which we'll start with is a uh, Colts Darius Leonard was racially profiled at a uh, South Carolina Chipotle him and a group of his friends which were all P- POCs people of color and one woman were racially profiled at a Chipotle the manager told them to leave and it was just turned into this big scuttle he just ended up leaving but later told reporters what happened at the uh Chipotle and now Chipotle is probably firing everybody they already said they're going to fire everybody at that store which is uh really nice
0: yeah I didn't catch the last part of that because I was trying to pull up an article oh. about uh Darius Leonard. And then like every time you pull up an article now, like a video plays really loudly. So uh, I just said that Chipotle is going to fire the manager. Oh yeah. Uh, I saw that they suspended the manager, but I, w- I wasn't sure that they had fired them. Yeah. He said, I'm tired of it. Quote unquote, Darius Leonard. Yeah. That's kind of annoying, but I mean, if you're going to Chipotle, just take that shit to go. Not that you should have to. You're right, but just take yeah. that shit to go anyway. I mean, if you're, you know, yeah. stay around Chipotle, you're asking for some some Karens to give you a tough time. Very true. Even as a white person, yeah, not not really. Uh, <laughs> we'll cut that out because that just sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a white person, <laughs> <laughs> that's just gonna get taken out of context in like twelve years. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't mean um, anything I just said, except for that racism's wrong. I meant that, and I still do. So, yep.
1: <laughs> Shout out, cocaine. Let's just cover all <laughs> our bases. Uh, so something that major happened last night, something major happened last night. Cam Newton was signed by the New England Patriots to a one-year $7.25 million contract.
0: How do you feel about this recent sighting? I think I think it could turn out great, or you know, it'll yeah, just it or they'll just roll with Stidham if his arm's not good. But I think this could be like a, a good move to actually get them like truly back in the playoff picture. I don't think anyone was like actually stoked on Jared Stidham.
1: No, I really don't think so either. But do you think Cam starts?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think if his arm's good, if he's clearly not healthy, then it's probably going to be Stidham. But I think you, it but when it comes between Cam Newton and Jarrett Stidham, you're probably signing Cam Newton to start. Otherwise, why would you? If Jarrett Stidham's your guy, you would want to get a backup that's like worse than him, yeah. so that way you could be like, "But see, Stidham's the best option we have available." So, yeah. Cam Newton, I think, is there to start. I think he's there to win. And I think the Pats are actually going to do pretty well, assuming that his, his health his health holds up. It's going to be interesting to see what he does with New England's lack of weapons. It's also just such a, a shift between, like, not only culturally between Tom Brady and Cam Newton, but just play style as well. Yeah, just so it's different, be really weird. It's Cam be really Newton's really weird. Everything Brady doesn't. So that yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, that's a that's another thing to throw in too is that people, I feel like we're starting to figure out what the Patriots were all about uh, offensively. And now mm-hmm. that kind of like throws a wrench in me because you got to see what they're going to do with Cam Newton. So. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see how they even just. Um, how Josh McDaniels
1: hold handles this whole thing. Cause I think this is really his, it's his game to lose now. I think Bill Belichick really doesn't give a fuck. No, Bill Belichick's anymore. fucking he's not doing for well, He's like time, 70 man. years old now. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know. If Josh McDaniels like screws this up, man, if, like <laughs> the offense is the worst part of this team with Cam Newton, man, it's going to be hard for him to fucking find work after this.
0: Uh, doesn't working for the Patriots sound miserable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, a bunch of like, People keep reading into everything Tom Brady says now, but like, especially like him and Gronk talking about like football being fun again. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying myself again. Everyone's like, man, it must really suck to play for the Patriots or work for the Patriots, but they're probably right. It probably does suck.
1: Yeah. I I would say it's probably just a lot, a lot of pressure. You feel a lot of pressure on you to win and and do well with the Bucs. I mean, there's really no pressure, man. No pressure at all.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's, like, working for, like, the FBI or something like that. And you, like, you feel really, like, validated, like, when you, like, get the, the guy that you're hunting after. But, like, the process of doing that is just a pain in the ass. And if you don't get him, it's just very demoralizing. It's got to be, like, every white character from Narcos. It must feel like that, playing for the Patriots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, shout out to Cam, man, getting back on a team. I didn't think it would happen this fast.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm surprised when the Patriots sign anyone that isn't an undrafted white wide receiver that's below six feet. So this was <laughs> incredibly shocking to me. How does your dad do you feel about this signing? Uh he was watching Doctor Sleep and I told him he was like, Oh wow. And uh <laughs> <You get a laughs> wow from your dad. Basically I'm like, yeah, you know, it could be pretty cool. And uh Kevin seemed more interested in the news than my dad did. Your dad was so. like Okay. yeah, pretty much. (laughs) my dad's Trump 2020 and he's upset that Jarrett, the white quarterback, isn't getting a shot. And uh, Kevin was like, I love coke straight (laughs) from the boat. (laughs) Basically, that's what he's like all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So we had this I had this question for Nick
1: before um, uh, the last episode recorded. This was before the um, Cam Newton uh, signing. But do you think Colin Kaepernick will play this year?
0: Um I hope so. I don't know. It's a uh, I I think he should sign with somebody. We were talking about the Chargers before and and the media's Charging. been talking about the Chargers as a pick, but they got Justin Herbert too already. So yeah, they might but, not you know, want to bring in another quarterback.
1: Uh I think te- teams are going to be rocking with three quarterbacks this season just because of COVID. Um Covid nineteen, yeah, because you never know what's gonna happen. So I, I do think I
0: think he gets a spot on the roster. But yeah, I could I could see him going. Honestly, I could see him going to the other LA team, maybe the Rams. I bet like for sure, McVay's you know young, woke, woke and dope. So he uh, he might be down to bring uh, Colin in as a backup. And if the Jared Goff thing doesn't work out, he can just put in Colin Kaepernick, and hopefully that works out. Colin
1: Kaepernick should just show up man that yeah.
0: was just I would love to see him in LA yeah I think he's gotta go to like a big market Like, I would love I to see LA, him in Tampa Las Bay. Vegas Las Vegas. Ve- Vegas they're I think trying to decide between Derek Carr and uh, and Mariota and I also think uh, I think uh, Chucky's Trump 2020 so it might not okay <laughs> Oh, but i be, i also heard that tampa was a suitor for cap they should be man they got blaine gabbert and ryan griffin behind tom brady and neither of those inspire confidence if if brady gets hurt or catches the yeah i would definitely on cap yeah, i would i would hope i would
1: i think that i would love to see cap on the on the bucks actually the, the bucks or the rams to me are, to me are the best places for yeah. him i mean and Cause he for I, he would definitely get a shot at playing if it was with the bucks
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, he's basically only got to wait a year or two and then he's got a shot to to actually start if he's, you know, yeah.
1: he even this well. season. I don't think I don't think Tom Brady's starting every game this season.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably should save his arm for the playoffs, too, at some point. So if the the Bucks actually do well enough to, like, be able to sit their starters for a week or two, it'd be nice to have Colin Kaepernick get some reps in and Bruce Arians. And Byron Leftwich are definitely the kind of coaches that would be down to sign them. Like, they could definitely work with them. It's just a matter of Jason Light being down with it and the Glazes being down with it. Um, and the fan base is, like, I think second to only Cincinnati in terms of, like, most Republican fan bases. Like, there's a study on yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, you know, when Mike Evans kneeled, he got a bunch of shit from the fans. And it's it's if you go to a Bucks game, you can tell it's a very Republican environment. Like they, you know, Mm. definitely push the country music and all that kind of stuff. They have some, Mm. you know, definitely some democratic people working for the organization, obviously. And also people that just don't give a fuck about who kneels and who does what, you know, they understand it as a form of protest, but it's definitely going to piss some people off if, uh, if cap gets signed by the Bucks, but if there's no fans allowed at any Bucks games, it might be the time to do it. Cause you're not going to get any ticket revenue anyway. So might as well sign cap, hope it works out. And then by the time fans are allowed back in, you know, they'll, they'll have gotten over it.
1: I agree. I totally agree. And I think that's a great way to bring our little, uh, first episode back to a close. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Nick is there anything you want to bring up before we head out mm. Anything else
0: No No I all have right. nothing I have nothing going on in my life Fuck baseball Fuck baseball
1: That, bo- that boring ass white sport Fuck baseball <laughs> Bring steroids back to baseball Bring steroids back to baseball It's all we want um. Yeah. Uh. If you uh for listening to this, thanks for listening. Um. All the uh, all the stuff to our other projects or other podcasts are in the description below. Uh. Fucking. Cre- uh, uh, I don't even know how to say their fucking name anymore. Uh, Creative Indifferences podcast. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: fuck you, buddy.
0: On a level <laughs> can lick my butthole <laughs> And you don't want buddy, to see me yeah. in Orlando because yeah. you'll be fucking u e a d. Again. Why don't you actually uh, record some episodes when so we can talk? <laughs> oh, we got one coming out uh, Monday. So the past Monday. Got oh, one thing on your mind, who's so, my, <laughs> my <neck. laughs> It's a combination of us talking, this music, and the soundboard. It's gonna be just nails on a chalkboard for the listeners. I did me some Molly. I ate some pussy, and I did half a pressed ecstasy pill. I nurture my skin. <laughs> there we go. That's the one I ended on. <laughs> okay.
1: All right, buddy. Thanks for listening. Um, we appreciate it. We'll be back next Monday. This episode is rec- – we are recording it today, and it will drop later today. Uh, we'll be back next Monday uh, with more NBA talk for sure and hopefully some more uh, sports talk. The Liverpool-Manchester City game is this Thursday, so we'll have that to talk about. Yeah. We'll get That's to some deep stuff. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.